Hey, everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing rising artists. And as I always say every day, we've got a great show for you today because we do. we got Honey County, who are definitely rising out there, and they're a trio, but we have, we got a duo part of them today on to, with us. But we're definitely excited about this, and we think you're going to enjoy them. They have great music coming. So are y'all here? We are here. We are so excited to be talking to you. Excited that y'all come on. <laughs> so, um, how are y'all hanging in here with all this going on right now? Oh, we're definitely hanging in. Um, you know, we're we're making the best of it. We're I feel really lucky um, to be in California. I, I mean, we we mm. all do um, during this pandemic because. Um, you know, one, weather in California is amazing. And so the little time that we do get to spend outside, it is, it has been absolutely beautiful, except for this week. Now that I've said that, mm-hmm. yeah. I actually, yeah, we actually looked at the weather and it's like, today is like full cloud gloom. Um, <laughs> how hot was it yesterday? Like at least 90 degrees. And then today it's like mm-hmm. down to like, 72, which is still not bad. I'm not complaining. It's just, it's a big jump. And I think the rest of the week is going to be kind of, you know, a little dismal tomorrow. It's going to be like full clouds and it'll, yeah. it'll be nice to give, you know, to give us a little break from that sunshine. Maybe the sun will shine in another state or a couple other states. That's so funny because <laughs> I have a co-writer over in um, I- Iowa and she's like, yeah, it's going to uh-huh. be snowing this week. I'm like, oh man, it's going to be oh, 72 well. this week. Like polar <laughs> Yeah, here in Georgia, um, where we're, we're located in Savannah, Georgia, and it's been nice in the 80s and stuff. And yeah, and it's gonna be I, about 80 and sunny today here, so they're not too bad. <laughs> oh, you guys have it good. Yeah, that sounds great. And I hope you have. Where y'all from? Which kind of already said that, but where y'all from? And a brief overview of y'all. Sure. So. uh Hi, my name is Danny Rose. I'm from Chantilly, Virginia, originally. Um, I moved out to California, and I started a band with, um, originally when we started the band, it wasn't all girls. It had guys in it, too. Um, And we were just kind of trying it out, seeing what, you know, seeing what the the sound would be like. And Mm -hmm. um, I am an older sister, so I have a younger sister, and for some reason, it just felt right to do stuff with girls, because it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, like, it's like my sisters, um, and, and that's how, you know, I function best, and um, mm-hmm. we went ahead with the trio. It, it was founded in 2014, um, when I moved to California from Virginia, um, and um, it started off with uh, two girls. Um, Molly and Whitney uh, and we had a really good run of it and we had a great time and we put out some really fun music. Our first song was on um, True Blood on HBO. That was called Blood from a Stone which funny enough just recently replayed on a TV show called um, Roswell on the CW so that was just a couple weeks ago so that was kind of a fun little like oh full circle this song is like been around for since 2014, mm-hmm. but it's it's on you know it's on TV again. So that was really fun. <laughs> um, but then recently, um, things I guess in the past couple years, stuff started to really happen for us. Um, and um, at that time, we were traveling all over the world. We were doing tours um, with the military. We went on a navy tour to the Middle East and Africa. Um, we went on a national tour with army bases with uh, Thompson Square. Um, and then we just started playing these awesome festivals like Stagecoach and Country Summer um, and CMA Fest. And we just had a blast uh, playing all over the place. And um, at that time, it it becomes really obvious um, when you're in a band if the touring lifestyle is for you or not. And because it's, yeah. it's a tough, it's a tough lifestyle. I mean, you're getting on planes, you're getting on buses, you're, you're mm-hmm. sleeping a couple hours. Sometimes you're flying into Nashville the same day and you have an hour to put on makeup and get ready and wow. your full day, you know, and you got to go stop by CMT and that's your first stop. And you got to be mm-hmm. ready and poised. And it's a lot of, of 
juggling and it's it's a crazy mm-hmm. life and the travel especially is is really uh you know it's it can take a toll on a lot of people um and the two yeah. girls um decided that you know that really wasn't their lifestyle um mm-hmm. and uh recently we welcomed little miss Sophie Lynn who's sitting right next <laughs> to me into the band um she just joined in December um and yeah. uh we have um we also have Tracy Lambertucci who is not on the phone because um this is just to be to be honest, this is this is really early for her. Oh <laughs> uh, we understand. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um so so you know, we uh you know, we we've been having a really good time and it's crazy because uh Sophie just joined this band um mm-hmm. in December and we were getting ready to play a lot of different festivals. We were getting ready to play Stagecoach, and we were getting ready to. Yeah, we were getting ready mm-hmm. to go to Nashville and play some shows, and we had mm-hmm. a big festival here in California with Cole Swindell. Um, and then, you know, yeah. a month into her getting, you know, prepping her and, and starting to really rehearse and play some shows, the pandemic happened. And all of a sudden, she went from, you know, expectations of playing to live audiences to playing for live audiences on the Internet. Yeah. 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 Sorry. So that was a roundabout question. Um, So just in summary, we are Honey County. We are a female trio. Uh, (laughs) We play country music. We're based here in Los Angeles, but we travel and tour all over the world. Nice. And – and usually I talk about some of the highs and then I go to some of the lows, but you kind of went there a little bit. So I wanted to bring that first this, this time because you talked about what happened with the other band members. I, I think this is important because one thing that we like to do on our show is, you know, a lot of shows, they talk about your highs, and that's it. Mm-hmm. We like to talk both sides because I think that before artists really consider this, they need to consider all aspects, not just that stage bug they got but they got to consider every angle of this if they want to make a career of this. And this is where I want this to go. Um, <clears throat> back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steele Girls. Um, and they, they were full-time at that time with music. And one of the questions I asked was, what advice would you give an up-and-coming artist? Her, she uh-huh. said, if your heart – and she said, this is going to sound funny coming from a full-time artist. She goes, but if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music, go do that and keep music as a hobby. She goes, once you go full-time, it's a game changer. She goes, it's still your passion, but now it's your job. She goes, there's yep. the sacrifices that they have to make, the, that family has to make, not just the artist, but the family in general, the, the struggles they go through. She goes, we could have the worst day ever today, but if we got a gig tonight, we got to get on that stage and smile. Like nothing happened. She goes, but yeah. if your heart won't allow you to do anything outside of music, she says, go all in. Because that's the only way that those sacrifices and those struggles become worth it. Because that's the only way you'll ever have a shot. What do you think of what she said? And let's go to that side a little bit. Oh, gosh. Well, she already said it. I don't need to say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there you have it. But, no, she's absolutely right. <laughs> if if your heart isn't in this, you can't you can't really do it. I mean, Honey County is a full time job for all of us, um, and we we really we go after it. It's it's twenty four seven, and I spend a lot of time at my computer. She really does. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie spends a lot of time at her computer. We spend a lot of time on the phone. I mean, it is tedious. Of course, we have we have a manager, we have a publicist, we have a team behind us, mm-hmm. but they only, you know, they do so much. They they schedule, they they do a lot, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of other stuff that, you know, we, we're working just as hard, if not harder, as they are yeah. to, you know, pick mm-hmm. up the opportunities and put them together and, and make the relationships happen because this is a relationship-based business. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not just, it's about your heart. And of course, yeah, your heart has to be in it too, but Mm -hmm. hold on one second. I need to get my dog and stop chewing, stop (laughs) chewing his bone because I'm just so loud. Hey, could you chew on something else? How about not this bone? Because it's really loud. He's got this salt bone that he loves. 
He is the cutest dog. He looks like a little teddy bear. And we've been giving him home haircuts lately um, because, mm-hmm. you know, we can't take him to the groomer because the groomer's not open. So um, right. he has these, like, large – have you ever seen a Shetland pony? Mm, not sure. The ones with, like, the really big feet that are, like, super furry on the bottom. The furry the furry. Oh, feet. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So he looks like a little Shetland pony because he's got – we can't seem to think oh, about cute. how to – we can't, like, figure out how to cut the hair on his feet. So it's, like, his paws are just right. really fluffy and big. Um, and the rest of him is, like, cut down to be the poodle mix. So if you can imagine that, it's a little stuffed animal Shetland pony-looking <laughs> looking dog. That's what he looks like. Um, oh. I digress. Back to being your heart in it. Your heart has to be in, you know, the music business, and and you have to not only, like, have your heart in it, but you also have to – you have to know how to play the game, too, because mm-hmm. you've got to get out there, and you you can't just sit in your house and be like, you know, I love to write songs, and I love mm-hmm. to perform, so I'm just going to sit here and hope that somebody notices me <laughs> doing it. That, you know, that doesn't work. If you don't get out there and put yourself out there and – like be afraid to fail, but also mm-hmm. not be afraid to succeed. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's I think that's really important to to just you know to put yourself out there and and go out and make relationships and and make new friends and meet people and and see who can help you and who you can help. You know mm-hmm. that, that's that's the name of this game, and yep. so it's it's step one. Your heart has to be in it, absolutely. Yep. Step two, you have to be willing to get up off your butt and go make things happen because the only person that's going to make it happen is you. Yep, and, and you know, I love what you said about the, the that you, you can't be afraid to fail, but you also added you can't be afraid to succeed. You know, I think more people, they don't realize it, but they are afraid to succeed because every, you know, there are people out there that every time good stuff happens, they sabotage it. Yeah. And, and I think that has to do with that they know the responsibility that comes with success, and they're really afraid that they can't handle that. And I think that's, that's you know, you touched on something that, that <clears throat> I've seen happen a lot um, with some friends. You know, they they just get so – They've got something really great happening, and then they're just so afraid to make that next leap, and mm-hmm. they give up. And that's really and, sad to, to see. And I think I've been there a lot of times because, you know, I've sabotaged some uh, things through the years too. I think, and I've noticed that, um, like we actually originally launched New Country Buzz back in 2014, and we ran it for about a year. And then we shut things down at the end of 2015 and for personal reasons. But part of it may have been a self-sabotage. We were starting to grow and all that, and just right in the middle of growth, things just happened. Couldn't handle it no more, and we shut down. But, but for three years, it, was, it like ate me up inside. I mean, I, just, I knew we had to redo this again. And at the end of 2018, I told Sandy, I think we need to relaunch New Country Buzz. <laughs> She's like, let's do it. And then here we are, you know, and things are really taking – I mean, the sh- we had no idea we was going to do a show like the Chris and Sandy show, you know, at that time. It just little things have led to little things. And now, mm-hmm. since January 3rd, you were our 87th interview. Oh, my goodness. That's great. And you guys partnered up with iHeartRadio. That's so wonderful. Congratulations. Well, thanks. Oh, thank you. You know, just matter – just been trying to get everything out there and, you know – it's been a lot of work, and I'll be honest. There are days that, I, that Sandy has to peel me all off the <laughs> off the mountain because I feel like I'm about to go over a cliff, and I'm like, you know, I, I'm just through, you know. I'm <laughs> and and she has to say, no, this will be worth it because it's so much work for basically you no know, money coming in right now, with the show, and it's like so much work and. So I understand what artists go through because we're going through the exact same process that y'all go through, just a little different platform. Totally. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, one one thing that, um, just to kind of add on what Danny was saying was, um, Mm -hmm. when I joined Honey County, I was working pretty much full-time as a music teacher, and um, there was somebody that I was working with, um, his name is Juwan, but anyways, he told me this thing, I, I was like, yeah, I just joined this band. I'm really trying to make it work with both my job and, and the band. And he was like, oh, well, that's your problem right there. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, well, you just said the word try. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, if you're trying, yep. then the word try allows failure in there. If you try, you're allowing yourself to be either doing it or failing. And he said, you mm-hmm. have to say that you're doing it. You're making it work. You're yep. doing it. You're not trying. You're doing it. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I need to scale back on <laughs> my lessons and just go full force in County and here we are. <laughs> and, 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 you know, there was a quote I always heard that said, to try is to lie. Mm, that's a good one. You know, and I've always remembered that. And, and, and I think that may even, the funny thing is, if I'm not mistaken, I don't, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but friends of mine are. And if I'm not mistaken, that's where it came from. It seemed like Yoda said that to try is to lie, yeah. to do is to be true. I think that was the whole question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to do the whole Yoda voice for us, though. I, I, won't, I won't accept that. I'm going to need a full Yoda. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, yeah. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you need to. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you guys new material for your show next week. <laughs> so we go. We'll have that, to work on that one. Work on that Yoda <laughs> practice. Uh, uh, be a new next week, our show is actually our show is actually daily. You're our first oh. interview for. Yeah, our yeah our we. In fact, we plugged you in. We normally do two o'clock every day. Yeah. We, two o'clock. Two o'clock was already booked, and we wanted to get y'all in. So we so well, we're doing a twelve nice. o'clock and so we did so we're doing a twelve o'clock which is y'all and a two o'clock today too. So you know that means that you're gonna have to work on that Yoda accent real fast for tomorrow's show. <laughs> I was giving you a week, but y'all just gave yourself twenty four hours. So good luck. <laughs> twenty four hours lead day. <laughs> you know. Now let's flip the script a little bit. You know, we talked about some of the lows um, in this, and I think people can get that it's tough. Tell us some moments so far in, that where you're like, wow, we got to do this. Well, I'm going to let Sophie take the stage right now because she's only been in the band for, what, we're, we're in May now? So almost five, <laughs> five months? Five months. So she's been in the band for five months, so I'm going to let her. <clears throat> wow, my voice. You guys, it's early. Like 921 shouldn't be early. I I used to, pre-pandemic, I was actually waking up, believe it or not, at 730, and I was getting my day started, and like, now it's like 1030 if I'm lucky. So this 921 time right now, like, this is this is big. Her voice doesn't know how to handle it. It doesn't even know, I sound like a dog. Like, it's just like very, like, it's coming back. I'm like trying to drink this hot tea and the coffee I was making earlier. Um, so I'm coming back. Um, so Sophie, I'm going to let you take the stage and then I'll, then I'll pipe in. Um, well, Ooh, so, well, the obvious one is the stage couch that we just played, but even before that we played, um, woman of country in, uh, at the oh, fifth wow. in, uh, oh gosh, what's it? Orange County. And it was just a bunch of females and we were, we were like headlining the event and, um, I had just a bunch of my family show up for that show. And before mm-hmm. I joined Honey County, I would play a lot of solo gigs around LA and my parents would come, but that's kind of it, honestly. And um, mm-hmm. joining Honey County, I, we got up on stage and literally the whole patio, was like this rooftop bar looking over Disneyland and the whole thing mm-hmm. was filled. And I was like, wow, this, this like doesn't happen to me. So that was the first kind of gut feeling where I was like, okay, this is a really good thing, and this is something that I need to invest all of my time and all my energy into. And then mm-hmm. most, most recently, we played Stage Couch, which was Stage Coach's version of Stage Stage Coach's version of wait, stage, yeah, that makes sense, right? Stage Coach version of uh, Stage Coach, but via Instagram. And um, that was amazing too because when you're on Instagram Live, you can see like the viewers going up, and you're like, oh my gosh, like. People are watching and they're liking it and they're comments. You can watch the comments as you're singing and you're like, this is so cool. This stuff doesn't mm-hmm. happen to little old me and Glendora, you know. Um, so just those kind of things just kind of 
point in the direction that you're on the right path. And funny enough, mm-hmm. um, my grandpa passed in December, and the day of his funeral was the day that I contacted Honey County, and this whole thing kind of came to fruition. Oh, wow. So I just kind of feel wow. like it's a meant-to-be type thing. It gives me chills mm-hmm. every time I tell that story. So. <laughs> <laughs> well. This feels right. You definitely you know? feel like this is meant to be. I think so. Yeah. I. I, I think we're on to something here, or I'm on to something here. <laughs> um, so I'll jump in here. Um, I'll talk about okay. um, some other stuff. Let's see. What what are we ta- we're talking about? Highs or like moments like where we're like, yeah. this is meant to be. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, man. So we did this. We did this army tour I was talking about with Thompson Square, and we went to Fort Jackson. Mm-hmm. And there was a bunch of trainees there that hadn't seen a phone or a computer or any technology um, mm-hmm. at all, wow. and they were just in the field, you know, for, for uh-huh. several months. And they hadn't heard music. Like, they weren't allowed to you know, hang out with their friends. I mean, you know, it was, it, it was pretty tough. And we're not allowed to know exactly what happened because it's classified, but all I know is it was, it was pretty, it was a rigorous activity every single day. And, and it wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't a time for fun. It was a time for training. Um, and we yeah. played this show where um, it was like their graduation ceremony. And oh, wow. we, we got on stage. It was, probably about 5,000 kids. Um, and I say kids, but not kids. Like it was anywhere from like 17 to like 25. Um, and mm-hmm. like people were rowdy, like people our age, like just mm-hmm. going nuts. We walked mm-hmm. on stage and it was like, it was like we were the Beatles. It was unreal. <laughs> I mean, people were screaming and we were just a trio. People were screaming yeah. so loud for us that we couldn't even hear, I couldn't hear the starting note of the song. And I was like, all right, if y'all can't like, be quiet, I'll let you guys sing because I can't even hear the guitar. Like you are screaming so unbelievably loud. And we had so much fun that night. It was just, it was unreal. And, and yes, it was a closed event. And yes, it was, it was to play for our troops and, and our military. Mm-hmm. And, but it was so special. And it was like this. Yeah. This is what we are meant to be doing. People are getting excited. They are having this like incredible night, like the best time of their life. And I'm also having the best time of my life. And <laughs> you know, that's that's just one of many. That is one of many nights. But that was definitely a night that, that stuck out. Um, and I'll say another night was. This happened last year in 2019. Um, Golden Voice had approached us. They're the promoters of um, Stagecoach and Coachella. Mm-hmm. And they approached us and said, hey, um, a woman from their team said, hey, I have um, a, a crazy task, or not really crazy, but I have a, I have a big task to ask you guys if, if you'd be willing to complete this. Um, you know, we want to we wanna make something really special happen for – Californians um, that are, you know, part of the country music family and, and, and country music, you know, family from all over the world, really. Um, and we want you guys to write a song. And oh, song wow. needs to be something that pulls together the country music family all over the world. Um, it's, it should be a song that remembers um, the victims that fell, you know, during, during route 91 and also the borderline Mm -hmm. bar shooting, but it also needs to be a song that speaks to the resilience of the country community. And it needs to be a song that lifts everyone together. And also it needs to be a song that people can line dance to. So Mm -hmm. we had a lot of parameters and, you know, it was Uh one of these things where we were like, Oh my God, we, we have to write this. This is, Mm-hmm. I have been called upon to write this song and I have to write it and, you know, we have to write it together. And so we called up um, one of my closest girlfriends in Nashville. Her name's Kaylee Shore. She is mm-hmm. a brilliant mind. I mean, 
I've never, I've never written with anyone like her. She's incredible. Mm-hmm. And I, I love writing with her. And, and, you know, she's also happens to be a, a best friend and she, you know, got together with us and we wrote this song country strong and um, oh, wow. we finished it and we sent it on over to stagecoach and we said, here you go. Um, I hope you guys like it, you know, give us feedback. And they loved it. And that was so, that was great. Um, really special. And we gathered um, footage from the community just of them being country strong and asked them to submit their pictures and their videos. And we grabbed that and we made a music video and put it into it. And um, on the night of Stagecoach, because mm-hmm. essentially what they did was they took this song and then they sent it over to the line dance team. And it's about yeah. like 170 line dancers created and choreographed a dance to this song, to our song, Country Strong. And then Stagecoach mm-hmm. officially released the song to the public the Friday night of Stagecoach. And then on Saturday night, we had a huge public gathering of everyone at Stagecoach. Everybody gathered into the honky-tonk tent. And um, yeah. we performed Country Strong live. Oh, wow. It was incredible. Um, it was just like this this special moment where they cleared the floor. They had the line dancers in front of us. They had line dancers in back of us. Um, and then we were on this, you know, this catwalk kind of stage in our very sparkly mm-hmm. outfit. It was so fun. And they, you know, gave a speech about what this song was going to mean to everyone and, and said, look, we're going to teach the dance first and then we're going to play it again. And we want everybody to join in <laughs> on the second time. And we were just, we were crying while we were up there because oh, wow. it was a really, it was a really special moment. Um, and we were, we were so grateful to be asked to do that. And it, it mm-hmm. really, you know, it, when you, when you write music and you hope that you touch people, you know, you hope you touch people mm-hmm. through, you know, so many different mediums and yeah. we, you know, we write music on a, on a daily basis and hope that it, you know, translates to somebody else or helps somebody or, or, you know, make someone happy or makes, you know, somebody think about something. And mm-hmm. in this instance, we wrote something that helped people heal. And yeah. we were asked and we were asked to do it. We didn't do it because we thought this is a great idea. We did it because we were called upon. And yeah. um, to be able to do that and deliver that and to get it, you know, get it out there and, and have people love it, that was, mm-hmm. that was a really special moment in, in our career. And especially for me, I, I feel like that was, yeah. that was really special. And, wow. and even Sophie, who's just joined the band, I mean, I'll let you speak to Country Strong because she came to me and she's like, oh, we have to, we have to do this song at this show. We have to do this. Yeah, Country Strong is a really special song for me, too. I, although I wasn't, unfortunately, a part of that experience, um, Every time we play, especially during this pandemic and when we played in our live shows, it just seems like, one, that's the most requested song. Like, people really resonate with Mm -hmm. it. But, two, it just feels right. Like, every time there's something about the song that just feels right, especially right now. I don't really know how to explain it anymore. But it just, you know, when a song just feels right, I don't know. That's (laughs) the feeling. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Most definitely. Definitely understand that because um. You know, we've heard that that song, and it's re- I wish I had that song uploaded, but I don't. But I do have. Um, we watched the video other- this morning, and we did see it. So <laughs> love the song. Really good. <laughs> yeah. The song we have uploaded is "Woke Up Tired." Mm. That's our new single. How'd you get a hold of that? <laughs> that was sent to me um, from your yes. guess, manager and all that, because uh, that's the one that. Wow. So what we're going to do here real quick is we're going to take a quick break, commercial break, and then we're going to come back and we're going to play that song, and we're going to talk about that song. How does that sound? Oh, that sounds great. I'm, I'm excited because you, you got Diz on that song first. It doesn't come out till May 22nd. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. I I'll, love, I'll I'll love have, to have that. exclusive here. Yeah. <laughs> you have an exclusive. This is great. Oh, we love that. <laughs> All right. Well, I will... Like I said, we'll take a quick commercial break, and then we'll play the song, and we'll talk about how that song came about. Here we go. Okay, sounds great. Hey, everyone. We have partnered with another great podcast called the Sports Guys Podcast. 
You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check them out. I turn off the lights then I turn off my phone But there's a party in my mind Even though I'm all alone Oh, Yay! Awesome <laughs> we love it. <laughs> That's our first time so, hearing it on a on a oh, podcast on the radio. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, well, we feel know, we, we wow. feel privileged. We feel privileged that we got yeah. the first to share it. We do. Yeah, seriously, that was so exciting. That was really cool. Really, really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us the story behind that song. So. It's like, I don't know, 11 o'clock in Nashville, and 
we have just had a long night of drinking at mm-hmm. some bar. I don't know what name, name one, probably yes, we were there. Um, it must've been maybe we at Red Door or something. I don't know where we were. We were all over the place. It's so funny. Nashville is such a great town because you're just, you are always in a different spot all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like you bounce. And, and the funny thing is, it's like always the same people in each spot. You're like, didn't I just leave that bar, but you're still here? I'm like, what? what? But it's, it's, it's great because it's always your friend. Um, we, we roll in, you know, we're, we've got on our sunglasses because we're kind of hungover and, you know, we're thinking about what we're going to write and we're also thinking about what we're going to eat for lunch. And um, in the true story, that's that's exactly how like we operate. And uh, <laughs> we we sit down in Kaylee Kaylee's apartment in Nashville, um, her old apartment. She recently just moved, and we're you know we're sitting in the apartment, and Kaylee says, "I've got this idea for a hook," and the hook is "woke up tired." She's like, "But I don't really know exactly what goes around it," and I'm like, "Man, I've been waking up tired. Like I definitely woke up tired." And um, one of the girls in the band, which I can't say who it was, um, uh, said, you know, I, I've been, like, waking up tired because, like, I've got this guy that I've been dreaming about. And, like, I just I can't help but, like, just, like, think about him all the time. And we're like, whoa. Like, we knew this was happening, but this is <laughs> the first time that she was actually vocal about it. And we were like, this is really uh-huh. good. This is like a therapy session because every writing session is a therapy session <laughs> if it's a good write, you know. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. you got to write about stuff that's real. And as she was mm-hmm. talking, I was like, I know exactly why you woke up tired. And she's like, why? I was like, because you've been running around with him in your dream. And then Kaylee looks at me. She goes, oh, my God, that's it. And I was like, what? She goes, well, I woke up tired because I've been running around with you in my dreams. And I was like, I am a genius. Thank you, everyone. You are welcome. Like, I, I, you are welcome for that genius lyric. Now everybody write the rest of the song. Um, and, um, yeah, we were just, we were jamming. Uh, Devin, who used to be in the band, um, she has since left uh, because she has taken on the role of being Katy Perry's lead guitar player, which we are very excited for her. And she's one of my best friends and I'm, I'm really, really happy for her. Um, she's an amazing guitar player and we mm-hmm. were writing this song and she had this riff idea for this song specifically. And so um, she was writing that riff and then it all just kind of came together and it was really fun. And uh, yeah, there you have it. Wow. I love how that came together. You just never know where a song is yeah. going to come out of. You really don't. And, and and honestly, the version that we were playing before with some of the, or, you know, with, with Katie and Devin, who used to be in the band, um, this is pre, you know, pre-December, pre-Sophie joining. Mm-hmm. Um, the version we were playing was really kind of pop. And mm-hmm. I mean, it is a pop song. There's no, you can't, you know, it, it's a pop country song. You can't get around it. And I really wanted some more country elements in it. And um, once Sophie and Tracy officially joined Honey County, um, we started working with one of my best friends in Nashville, Max Gabriel, who's an incredible writer and incredible producer. And I've worked with him for years. And I said, Max, this song just needs to be, it needs to be more country and we need more of a, a mm-hmm. country feel because I I'm missing that element. And so are the girls. And he came back with this production that you just heard. And we felt like, wow, this feels so good. This feels so right. And that was the version we ended up with. Um, we got that really nice. Uh, also, mm-hmm. I, I have to say um, initially when we were working because Max is in Nashville, so we have to work with, uh, a, another producer here in, in Los Angeles, we worked with a good friend of mine, um, Ken, and Ken had this fun idea to start off the song with this cool banjo riff. So if you listen really closely, like that's like a kind of an affected banjo that starts off the intro. Oh, wow. um, and then, you know, the pedal steel comes in on that first, like, and you're like, oh, I'm, like as soon as that steel comes in, I'm like, oh, I'm in. I'm I'm so in. Um, so it, it it was really fun to see that. That that's really cool. Now, as you know, a lot of times when you're out there, fans see y'all, but they don't see your PR company. They don't see the managers. They don't see the producers. They don't see any of the behind the scenes that 
help y'all do what y'all do because we all know that it takes a team to be at the level that y'all are at. So tell us the, the a few, uh, uh, introduce a few of the people that surround y'all to help y'all do what you do. Sure. Okay. Well, um, we have, uh, I'm going to say first and foremost, because he's been with us the longest. Um, one of my best friends, his name is Zach Farnham and I love him and I hate him at the same time because <laughs> he helps. He is a, if you've ever seen game of Thrones, anybody mm-hmm. game of Thrones? Yeah. Okay. So Khaleesi, <laughs> yeah. the queen, she has her trusted advisors. She's got the hand, the hand to the queen. And so I would say that Zach is like the hand to the queen um, for huh. us. He, me being the queen, of course. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so he is so great at everything he does. He, when I have an idea, I bounce it off of him, um, and he's usually right there with me. And then if I'm going too fast and I'm about to get a speeding ticket, he's like, hey, slow down. Like, we need to reevaluate. Like, let's continue with this idea, but let's, like, refine it before you go full speed and release it off into the world. Um, he's an incredible publicist, um, but even more than that, he's an incredible friend. So that is Zach Farnham at 117. And then um, mm-hmm. also – who else, the other people that have been with us the longest, there's Max DaCosta, who is a wonderful, wonderful team member. Um, I mean, these are members of our publicity team, but they're so much more than that. Um, mm-hmm. They're like life partners because we discuss mm-hmm. everything. So Max helps us with pretty much everything, scheduling. He is the go-to guy when you need something. Like, oh, my God, Max, I forgot my tambourine no problem. I've got one in the back of my car. Um, he's, he's lovely. I mean, it's, it's, it's gone from as small as that to Max. Oh my God. Like I forgot to return this guitar to Gibson. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll take it back tomorrow for you. Like he does everything. And that's, you know, that's just like the hard labor, but also behind Mm -hmm. the scenes on email, he's scheduling Mm -hmm. up a storm, um, stuff, you know, for us. And then there's Erin. She is an incredible member of the team. She was uh, brand new to 117. Um, about six, no, actually longer than that, because Sophie, you've been in the band for five months, so um, almost a year Erin's been with 117, and she's an incredible publicist. She really knows how to get stuff done. Um, she takes no BS, and she is very good with facts, and she just, she gets it done, and I, I love her personality, and I love working with her, because um, she does it. And then we have yeah. um, the newest team member to honey county who stepped in um also in december but he was we've been talking for quite some time his name is dave drever and he's our manager and dave is like the big picture concept guy he sees where stuff is going to go um and he Mm -hmm. takes it there he has a really great eye for talent of course as i flip my hair um (laughs) he he saw Honey County um, perform, and a, a, actually a couple buddies of his in Texas had tipped him off to Honey County, and um, he reached out to me. And at the time, we weren't ready to, to have management, um, but he he said, look, you know, I'm out, I'm out here when, when you, y'all are ready. And so in December, I said, hey, you know, like, I'd like to talk to you about, about doing this, you know, full time. And he was like, I'm, I'm your guy. Like, just tell me what you need me to do. And um, we spend a lot of time talking on the phone and strategizing and, and we're just, we're really excited to, even though that there's, you know, a pandemic happening, there's quarantine happening, we're releasing a new song. We've been playing all these crazy mm-hmm. online festivals and, and Dave is going to help us get to that next level. Um, cause I believe that we got something really special and, and I'm excited to, to go, go, go. So that's, uh, that's the team. Those are the behind the scenes. And then there's, of course, there's like all the moms, um, my mom, Sophie's mom, Tracy's mom, um, Tracy's brother, my boyfriend, Tracy's boyfriend. <laughs> there, and there's a million friends. There's writers, like I mentioned, Kaylee Shore, Max Gabriel, um, John Spiker, who is also a producer on a lot of these tracks. Um, there's countless music supervisors that have been so wonderful to us. Andrea Von Forrester, she's incredible. Um, she put, uh, God, four of our songs on the TV show Yellowstone. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, Frankie Pine, who was the music supervisor for Nashville, and we had a song on Nashville. There's Atik Iqbal over at NFL. He's always looking for new music from us. We just had a song recently on the NFL Network, and um, also Laurel Canyon <laughs> Publishing. They reached out to us to, to put Blood from a Stone on, on the CW Network. So there's a lot of music supervisors. Wow. And then our, our musicians, Paul Jones on bass. We have played, Paul and I played together for, God, seven years we've known each other, and he is the most incredible bass player I've ever known and met in my life. He's just, when he plays bass, it's like you move differently to the music. Like, you didn't know that, like, it could sound like that. And he's just, he's so wonderful. Our drummer, Gustin Flake, he just recently moved to Nashville. Um, and another one yeah. of my good buddies, Caleb Gilbreth, he's in Nashville mm-hmm. too. I've known him for like 12 years. Um, he just played on uh, another new track that we have that um, we're really excited about, apart from this song, Woke Up Tired, yeah. of course. Um, <laughs> and, you know, there's, just, there's, there's countless people that, that help us, and they, it, it takes a village and an army, and then, like, on yeah. top of that, an, another million people. To, to make this happen and and we're sure. so lucky that we have so many people rooting for us and just going after us. Oh, Tom and Terry, that's Cam's oh, yeah. aunt and uncle. They are mm-hmm. huge people. Yeah. Uh, Mary and Phil Stump, they have been huge supporters of Honey County. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and, and yeah. we're just we're so grateful to have all of these people helping us. Totally. That is really awesome and and because we're kind of an a family affair here. You you could say we're bringing on a, we're about to bring on a third person, a third a third team member. You could say of our little one, eight year old. He likes to ask one question to each artist. And, and we sure. got a one year old that we got a one year old. But when she gets a little older, we'll be plugging her in too because we are a family affair here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here is Christopher. He's excited. Okay, so hi, Honey County. What's your favorite food? Oh, good one. Good question. Because. We do this cool thing called Honey County Kitchen, and we make our favorite foods uh, always. So I'll start with me. My favorite food is, uh, well, it's anything sweet. So cakes, cookies, <laughs> uh, mainly cake, cookies, cupcakes, donuts, you know, anything with sugar that is bad for you. That's, that's what I love. <laughs> And my favorite food is uh, my mom's homemade tacos. I make her make them for me every single birthday. And she, like, grills them in a pan, and they're, like, the, literally the most perfect tacos ever. <laughs> <laughs> and what's yours, Lil' Chris? Pizza. pizza. You love pizza. What kind of pizza? Pepperoni. Ooh, pepperoni. I'm getting kind of hungry. What time is it? Okay, bye. 9.51? <laughs> <laughs> he comes and goes. <laughs> he loves to be a part of it. That he comes and goes quick. <laughs> oh, it's great. But, yeah, you know, one thing I've learned through the years is uh, that I've been taught is if you want to inspire passion and purpose into your kids, the best way is to have them have a front row seat to you living out yours. Oh, and that's, that's what special. we're trying to do. Because I, I don't want to be one of these people that, Say so he's got to be a doctor. He's got to be a lawyer. I hate that. I want him to be who he feels called to be. Oh yeah, mm, that's totally. so special. So if y'all could co-write with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you want to write about? Oh man, I want to write with Lori McKenna, and I'll write whatever she wants to write. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Galleon, um, and uh, just because literally every song that has ever been cut on the radio by her, I absolutely love. And I think that I would write something about my hometown because I think she, in some of her podcast interviews, she said that's like her specialty, and every time everything she talks about about her hometown really hits home with me. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's awesome. So I'm about to ask a question, and I have a purpose on the way I ask it, and I'll tell you why after I ask the question. But if you had a magic wand, and what you're about to say would 100% come true, 
where do you want to be in five years? And the reason I ask it this way, because I want the artist to open up a little bit, because this past February made five years that we asked that exact same question to Kelsey Ballerini. And her answer five years ago, when nobody knew, really knew who she was, is exactly how she's living right now. And I always say that story because sometimes artists don't realize what can happen in five years. That five years in music is a long time. A lot can happen. And so I want artists to open up on what the vision is. Where are they going? Where do they want to go? So if all bets were off, where would you be in five years? Chelsea, I'll let you answer first. Oh, gosh, you're putting me on the spot. I sure am. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I think, well, as you guys know, I'm a new member of Honey County. So this has yep. come true for Honey County before. But as <laughs> me, personally, I think that I just see myself in front of big um, crowds playing festivals and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just having in-ears because I don't have in-ears yet. <laughs> so having in-ears and just being on stage with the band and just, I don't know, having the crowd clap along to one of the songs that we're playing. So, that would be yeah. awesome. She hasn't experienced that yet because of this pandemic. Yeah. But uh, we're about to make her dreams come true soon as we can play a show. <laughs> um, my, my, uh, my five years, I'm going to go a little bit bigger, Sophie. <laughs> um, uh, although that, that is, that's a great, that's a great goal. Yeah. I like that. Um, I like to be a little bit more realistic with my goals. Yeah, a little realistic? <laughs> oh, girl. I'm about to be real realistic with you right here. Five, five years. <laughs> We've celebrated a couple number ones. We are writing the songs that we love to write. Um, we're working with the same people that we've been working with because we take mm-hmm. the team with us everywhere we go. We are on tour with Keith Urban. <laughs> and go. we are yeah. loving life. We are co-writing and working with some of our favorite artists. We are so happy. And we love what we do, and we're touring all over the world in the country, and we're making music, and we're working on fun and inspiring and exciting projects. And we are really making a difference and showing people that mm-hmm. females, especially a female trio in country music that originated, even though I'm from Virginia, it originated with with members in California and that we were mm-hmm. able to make it against all odds um, and do it very and, and do it the right way and, and do it by getting there with hard work and, and perseverance and really building our entire ship um, from mm-hmm. the ground up. And uh ma- ma- I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. You know, I'm excited for that. I, I think in you know, in some small way that that's already happening, but on a much grander yeah. scale within five years it's it's gonna be great. And I, I can't wait to hear, you know, these songs that we're writing with our with our best friends about, you know, the truth in our mm-hmm. lives. I can't wait to hear those yeah. on the radio. I you know, I can't wait to hear all those things out there. Um and yeah, can't wait to be on that big, big fat tour. Real excited about that because that's going to be my favorite time. <laughs> so maybe y'all can maybe y'all can do what Texas country does and make a California country. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. A little, <laughs> a little, a little movement, you know, a little movement. Like, because yeah. Texas has really branded Texas country now. Sure. So maybe y'all could help brand California country. Yeah, we will be the first. We made California country. That's a bold move. I like that. Sounds good to me. I feel I feel good about it. I feel like we're, you know, we're on we're on the way there. <laughs> so, let's say y'all had a friend, and this, now this would be pre-COVID advice. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so let's say y'all had a friend, and he, you've heard him sing him or her. Don't have to be. I always sometimes I forget to say both him or her. And um, and you heard them sing, and they, they have a pretty good tone. You could tell there's something special about them. Let's say that they've played maybe 10 or 20 shows, so they haven't done a whole lot yet, but they're getting their feet wet. 
but they've gotten on that stage. They uh, they look out the crowd. The crowd is cheering them on, and they got what every artist says you get, that stage bug. And they come to you, and they say, um, Danny, I got that bug. I feel like I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to help guide them the next two, three, four years? I would say keep focused on your craft. Continue to to do it and, and love it with as much passion. And as someone said to me, if you build it, they will come. Don't go knocking on doors. They'll come to you. If you continue to build what you love and do what you love to do, people will come to you because they'll want to be a part of something special. And that's how every single member of our team has, has come to Honey County because they've wanted to be a part of it. And that's when you know you got something great. I love that answer. And, you know, like with the whole Christmas Sandy show, that's all, we, you know, again, we've only launched January 3rd. But, you know, we got people coming to us and now, and we've, and, and some of the people that we've had on, of course, y'all, who we're definitely proud to have y'all on. We've had Anna Christina Cash, we've had Carlene Carter, we've had um, Georgette Jones, Jenny Gill. We, we've had all these people on that really a four month old show should not be getting on, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys made and, the relationship. You you did it, you know, you did it on your own, and people want to be part of something special and something big, so it's really exciting. Congratulations. Well, thank oh, we you. Appreciate we that. definitely appreciate thank what's you. going on. <laughs> um, we got two more questions for y'all, and then we'll let y'all get out of here, and you can get some sleep or whatever if you need. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to um, order some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, good idea. <laughs> so what song of y'all's it means the most and why? For me, the we, it's a song we haven't released yet, and it's a song called mm-hmm. "I Got It from My Mama," and oh, it's wow. literally just there's a verse in the song that literally just tells my relationship with my mom, and so it's really special for me. Tell them the verse. Um, it's it's uh, we got matching tattoos, and when I asked her if it hurt, she laughed and said, "Honey, it's got nothing on giving birth." <laughs> oh wow, um, love that. It just really shows the relationship and. I don't know. That's just a really special song to me, and I can't wait for y'all to hear it and for us to release it. Hopefully soon. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I'm looking um, forward for to me, it. I talked about Country Strong, so that's a really special song for me. Um, but um, the song Cigarette is a really powerful song um, about somebody that you have, like, an addiction to, and they're not good for you. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, they, mm-hmm. they oh, wow. just, like... You see, you see it, and they're, they're slowly killing you, and you know that this is happening, but you, for some reason, can't let go of them. Um, and that song really speaks to a lot of people, and they, they really feel it when we, when we play that. And that song is actually going to be on the season three premiere of Yellowstone, uh, the TV show with Kevin Costner on it. So that premieres, I believe, Father's Day, which is June oh, wow. 17th. Um, wow. That is so that that's really going awesome. that's going to be really special um and and just to kind of like give a little bit of of background on the scene that it's going to be in um if if you do watch mm-hmm. Yellowstone or if you don't um there's a character it's surrounded around it it's based on the Dutton family and the head rancher mm-hmm. is played by Kevin Costner and then he's got um he has sons, has three sons, um, and then a daughter, mm-hmm. and the daughter's name is Beth, and Beth is going into a gas station, and she's she's a real, she's a hard woman, and mm-hmm. uh, she's tough, and she does have a sensitive side, but it never comes out, very rarely do you see that, but she's tough as nails, and she's talking to a clerk at the gas station, and um, the gas station attendant, um, she clearly has bruises on her face. And um, this uh, Beth is talking to her, and she's like, you know, what happened? And the gas station attendant says, it's my boyfriend. You know, we get in fights, and there's clearly like there's been de- there's been domestic violence. You know, there's there's been a crime mm-hmm. committed here, and and it, it's mm-hmm. been a repeated offense. And 
as they talk, the song Cigarette is playing in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's <clears throat> so, I mean, it gives me chills because it's like, like I said, it's this song about you're addicted to this person that's terrible for you and you can't walk away, yeah. but you, you, you can't, you can't not walk away. And, um, huh. and as it's playing, uh, you know, Beth is just talking to her and I'm not going to tell you what happens next because then I would ruin the season premiere, <laughs> which I'm probably not <laughs> going to be talking about. Um, but it's, it's a really cool moment in, in the show and everyone should uh, yeah. tune in when that happens, but it's, it's, it's really, it's really special. So that's, that's the song for me. That is really cool. Now, as we get to this last question, what is a question that you wish hosts like us would ask, but they kind of never do? Hmm, Sophie. Oh, my God. I got to think about my answer, but yeah, I have to think about that, too. I don't know. Um. We've shaped our show around this question. Oh, we have, yes. Gosh. Hold on, I need a little bit of time. You go first. Man, why you got to put me <laughs> Um, <laughs> I want I wish you would ask I wish you would ask hey Danny where's that record deal why haven't why haven't you signed one yet like what what are you waiting for and I'd say and I'd say well guys that's a great question where are they? <laughs> Which one? Which one are we going to take? Um, that was a terrible question. Can we erase that and go back in time? And just completely. That's a bad. That's a bad question. I think for mine, I think mine would be um, like I think a lot of times when I listen to podcasts, anyways, I just really want to get to know the artists more than just their music side. So I'd want the host to ask something that's like oh what what's your biggest quirk or like your biggest pet peeve or like you, you, you're, you're know what's funny fun, you know you know what's funny one of my questions i always ask but i kind of missed it was what's something quirky about you though? did because that's one i, I remember <laughs> most of answer from the, this <laughs> question <laughs> because that that's always because that, that that was a question that i guess about 50 shows ago that yeah that somebody ans- answered that last question, they were like, I wish people would just ask what's quirky about me. And I was like, oh, I like that. And it's, and it's yeah. been interesting. But that's been one of the most We've interesting some of the best answers. answers to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh. let's, end it on, let's end this on that. What's something quirky about y'all? Tell us that. Wait, I have another question, too, after that. So. Okay. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay. But you go for it, Sophie. What's something quirky? What's something quirky about me? Well, I love to roller skate. Like I honestly just ordered a new pair of roller skates and they're supposed to be in the mail today. So it's like the only thing on my mind, <laughs> but I love roller <laughs> oh, cool. skates so much. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> that is okay. awesome. My, what's quirky about me? Hmm. Oh my gosh. Your voiceover thing. <laughs> oh, I do like funny voiceover things and I do a really good <laughs> Miss Piggy. Yes. I'll, I'll well, do, do it. Oh, awesome. <clears throat> Tell me, I love it when you come over to me and you give me my hairbrush so I can brush my hair. But I really hate it when you drink out of my juice box. Oh, that's my that's my piggy. Um, here's my question. I wish you would ask me what my dream house would look like because Ooh. I am envisioning that right now. So what would it look like right now? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Um, (laughs) So I really want a huge backyard and a pool, and I would like hardwood floors and a big kitchen and a big kitchen window where I can look out to the backyard and see my dog getting, you know, dirty in the mud or whatever he's doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it would be really awesome to have like a nice little studio attached, like guest house slash studio um, outside. And I really want a huge shower must have a bathtub, like absolute must. That's not even negotiable must. Um, and uh, big white rooms, high ceilings and lots of, lots of sunlight. That's my dream house. 
That is awesome. Oh, that sounds awesome. So now it's self-promotion time. Tell everybody how they can reach y'all. They can find us uh, on Instagram at Honey County or on Twitter at Honey County or on Facebook at Honey County. Um, We have a TikTok account. I believe it's at Honey County Official. Um, And our website, www.honeycounty.com. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're on Amazon, Deezer, um, Tidal. So. And we'd love mm-hmm. it if you went and pre-saved our new single coming out May 22nd, Woke Up Tired. We have the link in our Instagram bio. That's right. And if you follow us on Instagram, we will follow you back today. <laughs> and, and you know what's funny? I had to say y'all's name like a hundred times this morning because – I was convinced in my head it was honey country. I was like, don't oh, that was say good. honey country. Say honey country. No, and he did get question. right. That would, <laughs> that would be a good question. I wish people would say, why did you call it honey county instead of honey country? And I would say, because why would I name a country band honey country? Like, it's, it's a country band already. Like, you know it's country. Yeah. It's honey county. It's so much cooler. I love that. But, but yeah, yeah, like I said, I kept saying honey county, honey county, honey county, all morning because I had it so engraved in my head the other way, and I was like, I, got, I, I can't make that boo-boo. And I didn't. No. <laughs> That's yeah, how Sean and other people boo like that. Not here. Sean <laughs> and Kiefer from Thompson Square, every night on tour, they would introduce us as, and on purpose, Honey Country. Uh-huh. And I'd look at them, they'd be like, just oh. kidding, y'all. It's Honey County. <laughs> That's oh, <funny>. wow. <laughs> well, you know what? We definitely loved having y'all on and look forward to having y'all back later on when, with, with some updates and stuff. Oh, thanks so much for having us. We had a blast talking to you guys, and especially your little guy, Chris. That was really yeah. fun. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thanks we so much. We enjoyed it. And he All right, enjoyed take it, care, too. Guys. All right, All bye. right, you too. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. Hey, everyone. Hope you really enjoyed today's show. Go look Honey County up and, you know, get to, you know, support them, support their music, support their merch. Because in this day and time, that's one of the tough things where they've lost, most artists have lost their income because they can't do shows. So go support them in whatever way you can. But, again, we've got a 2 o'clock interview coming up, 2 o'clock Eastern time, that is, coming up. So until then, we will see you then.